You're listening to Once, episode 114, Nasty Habits, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're happy to have you joining us. We just watched the episode Nasty Habits, which is only the fourth episode in the second season. And surprisingly, did not include anybody picking their noses. (laughs) But I would say that this episode had the title in it spoken more times than any other episode. Did it? I'm thinking so. Maybe Tallahassee is the only other exception. But that or the heart is a lonely hunter. I mean oh wait. No. <laughs> that yeah, they they never said that. No. But overall, what'd you think of this episode? I liked it. They're on a roll. If you keep getting me to like each episode better than the last and enjoy it more, I think that's a good trend. I think the directions they're taking this are awesome and unexpected. There were several things in this that happened that I was not expecting at all Mm -hmm. or thought something else would happen. Yeah. Surprisingly, just about the time I started sort of getting distracted by how much taller Bay was than he was when he actually left the Enchanted Forest. And I was kind of going, hmm. Well, this is kind of nice. We're seeing some more background. Just about that time, they, it became apparent that we were dealing with the Pied Piper. And the Pied Piper was not Rumpelstiltskin, which is no. what I predicted since season one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they'd ever actually get around to telling the story. And they did. And you know what? Do you recognize the connection between Pied Piper and Peter Pan? Well, he did play those pipes. <laughs> what? Oh. Piper, Peter Pan. Yeah, next we're going to have some pickled pepper somewhere. Yeah, Um, yeah, but he also paid... No more P words. (laughs) (laughs) Played the pan flute, I believe that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Pan pipes? I I remember seeing in different versions of Peter Pan that he had something similar to that. I Mm -hmm. I don't know the books. Well enough, I haven't read all of the books, so I don't know them well enough to know if that was actually the same thing. But listeners, that's where you come in, because we would love to um, have you send your feedback to us to let us know the details that we missed, because these are just our initial reactions. So please go to oncepodcast.com and you can send a voice message through the website or email us feedback at oncepodcast.com. Just make sure that you put the words nasty habits in the subject line. (laughs) Don't put in the subject line like picking your nose or those things. Put the words nasty habits in the subject line. Or you can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. And you can, of course, comment on the show notes for this episode, oncepodcast.com slash 114. So we're going to be a bit all over the place in our discussion of this episode, as we already have been. (laughs) But I I love the different directions that they're taking this. And it was one some of the things that stood out to me are Henry at first didn't hear the pipe. 
Right. And we all know that's because, well, he he did feel loved. He right. was pretty sure he was feeling loved. But by the end of the episode, how many people just suddenly Which gasped? He mostly spent sleeping. So honestly, I felt like that was a little bit of a fast turnaround on his lovey feelings. <laughs> like, okay, so you went to sleep, thought you heard your dad, realized... No, not actually. And suddenly you didn't feel loved. (laughs) Well, it was the dream thing. And a lot of people connect with that in some way. Like, we'll have a dream. And because it's it's inception, (laughs) in a way, (laughs) they'll have a dream and they wake up from that really feeling different. I remember once having a... This is totally random. I once had a dream (laughs) of uh, buying a violin that was on the clearance aisle cap at a Kmart. Yeah. And when I woke up, I wanted to play the violin, which I quickly stifled that idea because I hated piano anyway. But that's a complete sidetrack. What? But- <laughs> you hated piano and you decided not to play violin? Yeah, because there was mo- one more thing I'd have to practice. Oh, I see. Because pra- <laughs> practice makes perfect, as knows the Pied Piper Peter Pan. But could you hear any of the instruments being played? I don't remember. Oh, well, maybe you felt too loved to hear that. Do you think this is real, or do you think Henry is faking it? I think it's real. Henry doesn't strike me as that cunning. He's kind of just right out there with everything he's thinking all the time to everybody. Mm -hmm. I think Pan's own little prophecy of by the time that Emma gets there, Henry won't want to leave. I think that is true. The dancing is too fun. It's just too fun. I want to dance all night and jump around. As is their custom, they're probably going to keep him in that same flannel shirt the whole time that they're in Neverland, just so that we can tell him apart from the other Lost Boys. Yeah. But or hey, maybe that's... not. Maybe by the time they get there, they won't be able to tell him apart from the other dancing Lost Boys. But that is a good point, that the costumes this season, they're able to stick with pretty much the same <laughs> they costumes. They do it every again. year. <laughs> they send them somewhere, and there are no clothes horses. <laughs> little nod to wonderland <laughs> or coffee horses i found it interesting that felix said he'd hope to never see balefire again as if i wonder if balefire gave felix that scar that he has on his face maybe i wouldn't be surprised it was interesting figuring out that pretty much everyone's been a lost boy at one point or another hmm. at least in that family line, Neil Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. All the, well, no, I take it back. Rumpelstiltskin would not have been a lost boy, but he did know Pan at some point. He said they grew up together and right. then Pan went to Neverland. And Pan went to Neverland and apparently people used to visit in their dreams. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if there was a connection there after Pan left. And Rumpel was able to visit or ended up visiting in dreams. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Although speaking of sleep, I felt like the visuals on Rumpel's sleeping spell, not curse, apparently there's a big difference, looked an awful lot like Poppy's. 
It did. Yeah, it looked very similar. <laughs> he just didn't have to blow it out of his hand. But it was pretty much the same. But it's also similar to what we saw the fairies do back when all of the fairies did their bomber run on King George's <laughs> castle and knocked yes. out all of their guards. It was very similar spells. So their little it, color run. Nobody can leave Neverland unless Pan allows it. Or so he says. Yeah, that does... I think he's lying to Neil. I do too. I think he's kind of like, eh, it's all about how you define leave. You came back. It's like you never left. You only grew up. But then again, if Pan somehow was able to foresee that Neil was the father of Henry then maybe he did truly let Neil go. But whatever way that Emma and all of them are going to figure out you can leave Neverland, that may be an actual way to leave Neverland. And Pan thinks he let Neil go, but maybe Neil did actually escape, or Neil's plan does actually work. Or maybe there's just one kind of little missing piece <laughs> I don't think that you makes could it work. think you let someone go when actually you didn't. It's sort of like unlocking the jail cell and they actually go out the window. Oh, well, yeah, true. I mean, I guess that could happen, but... <laughs> uh, it's interesting that it looked kind of like a, you know, a star map mm-hmm. because the instructions for getting from, we'll say London, not necessarily our world, to Neverland included mainly flying and star navigation right which always sort of and every time they've flown off they head toward a star that kind of gets brighter and so i've always wondered if that means you don't need a portal if you know you can somehow travel through space so they just need a spaceship it's fine (laughs) yeah it's just that i'm sure the jolly roger is up to the task you know once regina magics it and stuff speaking of jolly roger i wonder what that deal was that rumple made oh yeah I wonder if that... Rumple? Or, I'm sorry. Hook. That Hook made, yeah, with Pan. I wonder if that deal was, let me go kill the Dark One. No, maybe. And that's why Pan let him go. Interesting. And I am... Well, no, wait, hold on. Let me take that back before you continue. Because what Hook had said is that he made a deal for magic with Pan. So some kind of deal that hook one over pan and so pan gave him the magic in order to be able to leave that's thinking back to it now that's actually more the impression not that pan helped hook leave but the pan lost some kind of deal and had to let him leave and gave him the means to leave am i the only one who keeps having these little moments in his head where it's like oh so hook has some history with pan wait a minute of course Captain Hook has some history with freaking Peter Pan. <laughs> He's got to. That's how things go. But because we've seen Hook outside, everywhere but Neverland for so long and for so much longer, I keep, and the, the main adversaries seem to be other people, I keep going, oh, so Hook knows Pan. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Right. Yes. Did you notice inside of Neil's cave the port and starboard drawing on the wall? Yes, that was the one little detail like, I was able to get. It's because it was a big detail. Well, yeah, <laughs> it um, it looked like what Hook drew. We'll say drew 
carved, emblazoned, whatever, on his ship. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if there are other cool little clues there in the wall. You know, maybe some numbers written somewhere, some names. <laughs> but please look at it closely. We'll be looking at it closely, too, for our full discussions this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. But we'll be looking at it closely. And if you notice stuff, please email us, feedback at oncepodcast.com, especially if you can send a screenshot that points it out to us what you're seeing. So, in answer to my question about am I the only one who keeps forgetting that hook nose pan, the chat room is basically saying, yeah, it's just me. And Ivani has perhaps created a new verb. She says, I've been onced. <laughs> Which I take to mean a general cause of fairy tale confusion brought on by watching Once Upon a Time. I agree. I think that... I, I know I've kind of joked and pushed the idea before that Charming is going to die from his poison. But I don't think that if he dies, I don't think he would die alone. Well, no. I could maybe see something as big happening as Charming and Snow dying together. Nah. But I think we all know he's a main character. He's going to be rescued. Don't worry about it. Uh, he might die. He might, but I can't see him dying without Snow dying with him. Really? Because then they wouldn't get their happy ending. I know. And the show is so much about Snow and Charming. I know. But, you know, they can always bring up some new concept like, that's not how life works, even though it's supposed to be for fairy tale characters. It doesn't end in only one happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> he, the... You know, he could be dying, he could say... Emma's your happy ending. <laughs> kind of like what Rumple said to Neil. Yeah, so you think they're going to stay enemies now on um, Neverland? They who? They, Rumple and Bay. Oh. Because they seem to kind of be like that uh, now. I would hope not because they had quite the heart to heart and yeah they went different ways but if nothing else what pan said to bay uh neil sorry i know he'd yell at me for that at this point it was true it was kind of he sort of in a roundabout way said your father could have protected henry but i've made you not trust him is basically what he mm-hmm. said if you can trust him, he could have protected Henry, but now I'm going to take Henry back. Pan is such a manipulator. He is such a Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to see how hard it's going to be to win Henry back and what Rumpel is really going to do from this. Because again, Rumpel is clearly interpreting undoing as death and we don't know that the seer did not say he'll be your death or your end or anything like that he'll be your undoing well and maybe we can work on this for wednesday i'm starting to get fuzzy on what the prophecy actually specifically said how it was worded i mean i know we went over this a million times maybe you haven't memorized but i'm trying to figure out if there's room now the way events have unfolded for someone else to be the one being referred to as the undoing. Mm-hmm. 
because of the boy. And there was something about how to identify which boy, and it was like, will lead you to your son? Was that what it was? The, bo- the boy will yeah. lead you to your son, or yeah. we'll find him first, or something like that? The boy will lead you to him. Yeah. So, just interesting. You know, now that everybody's there together, there are an awful lot of boys, one very prominent, Peter Pan, who could still now have an opportunity to lead Rumpel to his son at some point for some reason. And this could be one of those kinds of undoing, I mean, self-fulfilling prophecies, where because he tries to prevent it or counter it, Mm -hmm. he creates it. I mean, it could mean so many different things. For Doctor Who fans, I'm just going to say he will knock four times. And that's where I'm going to leave that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the Doctor Who podcast. No. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) Pan said that he's going to reset the board. You think he was just referring to now Henry is basically brainwashed and no is part of them do you think that's the board resetting or do you think it's more complicated than that oh i think it's going to be rather complicated we've got many more episodes for this story (laughs) oh i loved regina's reaction when they mentioned that greg was dead did you notice her little slight smirk uh, yes, it was not even all that slight. <laughs> I was sort of like, that's the best news I've heard since I got to this place. <laughs> but I didn't understand the comment. There was not a left left of him. It mm. pretty much all looked metaphysical, so there really shouldn't have been all that much damage other than he's dead. Unless having your shadow ripped out like that makes your body start to disintegrate or dissolve or anything like that. Hmm... What does the body do without a shadow when it's ripped out? You know, if you're not I the dark have one? no first, second, or third hand information on that. What if Pan does get the dagger? Mm, I don't know what we, he would do with that. Do you think that's what he wants? Well, imagine what would happen if he got it. Dark Peter Pan, because he's not dark enough. Dark Pan dark pan i don't know that's weird we got to see squid ink yeah we did i wonder if this is actually where they got it we've talked about this before because the reference to mermaids and only mermaid could get it or rumple being the dark one or you know any apparently of the lost boys as long as they have a spear and a rope i mean yes rumple still had to extract it so there's that but you know it did not take that squid long to come up from the deepest whatever of whatever. Apparently so deep, nothing could reach it. He just sort of came to the surface. That's cool. Still, squid ink, guys. A little shaky. At least it was the same effect as the contract. Right. So now we know it did really, at least we think we know, it did really um capture Rumpelstiltskin way back then Fine. in the episode the price of magic I'll from allow the first it. season we'll call it what episode was that episode four yes i believe so if it's within the first four episodes and it's a story killer later i will allow some minor maneuvering to work things back out to what you wish you had written then 
but nothing else. Nothing beyond episode four. (laughs) (laughs) I think now that Rumpel knows Neil is alive, he is going to go about trying to kill Henry. Even just the way that he dismissed Belle, which was kind of acting like a conscience to him a little bit. Yeah. So I guess confirmation that it's not really a connection to Belle. It really is all in his head. She's not going to know anything of these conversations when right, he probably. sees her again. I was hoping we'd get to see some of Storybrooke. This I know. Is that ever going to happen? I'm sure we will at some point, but not this episode, clearly. Yeah, since it's over. Mm. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay, so speaking of Belle, the way he dismissed her at the end... Uh, I get the struggle, but the severe back and forth of him. I mean, if he's had any character growth at all, realizing his son is alive and he has something to live for, so now he needs to kill his son's son, his grandson, so that he can still be alive with his son, who will absolutely despise him and hate him and never want anything to do with him, that's just not something I see him deciding at this point. Well, it, it's his nasty habits. His self-preservation I is his nasty habit. I don't buy it. Yeah, I could see. It's too I severe. It's, I mean, it's too severe. Yeah. We would love to know what you guys think of Rumpelstiltskin and what he's going to do after this. So please send us your feedback email us, call us, send a voice message through the website and all of that stuff. You can also go to our forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums and share your ideas and theories there. But especially if you want your theories on the podcast, please email them to us. Even if it's just a summary and link to a forum post, that helps a lot too, because we're not always able to pull in the forum post because there are often so many to look through you guys are having great conversations over there in the forums so if you are wanting to just summarize what you shared in a forum and some of the basic responses with the link we'd love to receive that too that makes things a lot easier you can send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com and just remember to include the words nasty habits in the subject line and that's not nasty hobbitses that's nasty habits (laughs) (laughs) wow Anything else to share from this, our initial reactions on this episode? Hmm, Not that I can think of. Again, great episode, by the way. Yeah? These have just been amazing episodes. I really like what they're doing with the third season. This is fantastic. (laughs) I'm loving this. Another Doctor Who reference. (laughs) So please, comment on the show notes. Let us know what you thought of that we shared in this episode. And also send us your feedback. You can comment on the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 114 or email your feedback. You can also call in your feedback and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or send a voice message through the website at oncepodcast.com. We'd love to have you join us for the live podcast when we do our full discussion on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. Big thanks to a few people, David Newland and Dina81 for donating to make this episode of One's Podcast possible. We really appreciate the support. It helps cover the big expenses of running the podcast, and we really appreciate that. So thank you, David Newland and Dina81. If you would like to donate to support an episode of One's Podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com 
slash sponsor. And you can sign up for a one-time donation or a recurring monthly donation if you like. It's up to you how much, but we appreciate every little bit. And also big thanks to Whovian Bookworm for writing a review for us <laughs> in iTunes. Your written reviews, especially the written reviews, really encourage us and they help other people find the podcast as well. So you can go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes to subscribe if you're not already subscribed or go there to write a review or mark these reviews as helpful. And we'd really appreciate that. And like I mentioned earlier, join our forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums. Big thanks to everyone who hung out with us to chat live during the episode, which we do every Sunday night at 8 Eastern or 7 Central time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And they stuck around for our live initial reactions podcast. We've got about 100 people with us right now in the chat room and chatting with us and responding to some of the things that we say. So it's great to have this community together, enjoying this great TV show together as well. Please follow us on Twitter. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Once Podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And for Jenny, my beautiful wife, you can follow her on Twitter at Jenny's Nook. And remember, until next time, I don't want any more gifts from the people you terrorize. But also, thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our donators for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to donate and be like co-producers with us of the podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.